You're listening to the Wicked Case Podcast featuring Cool Kyle and the Rev Kev. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to this week's episode of the Wicked Case Podcast. I'm your host, Cool Kyle, and with me, as always, the Revcast. What's up, everybody? Uh, How's it going? What's up? This, I don't know if it is, but this is a late show that we're doing, so we're going to like deem this Wicked Case after dark. <laughs> we just finished, the time of recording is Monday night. We're about 10.30 around that time. Um... The show will come out, obviously, Sunday. Uh, we just watched the Bruins win game one. So by the time this recording comes out, we'll be heading into game four. <laughs> so that's okay, though. Yeah, uh, I know we're a little behind on the Stanley Cup predictions, but let's just jump right into it. Um, so word of note first before I start this. I wanted to go more in depth, and I, I kind of had a good run going because I wanted to be able to go through everything and just keep flipping pages and just have everything I needed to do. But I don't know what's happened to me. Maybe I'm falling apart little by little. That's what happens when you get old, start breaking down. Right. Well, I get like a writer's cramp in my hand now, and I tried writing the other like today and just wrote like maybe like a half a page worth of stuff that Kyle can see here. And my hand started cramping up badly, and I had to like stop. And I, I got a random question for you. I know it's out of the blue. Yeah. When you were a kid, mm-hmm. as a punishment, did your mom make you write sentences? No. Oh, okay. See, I, when I was young, as a punishment, my mom would make me sit at the kitchen table and write like a hundred sentences, like I will not punch my sister in the face. No, I didn't have I siblings to do that. So, <laughs> no, I did it at like school. Like school made me do it. Where like I will not do such and such. I remember one time they wanted me to write my name like a hundred times, and it was in like my it was like my full name. So it was just like blah 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 da 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 da, but. I don't know what you do for this. My trick is, is I'll go down like a whole row. And just put like. Yeah. So if it's like, <laughs> I will not like, I will not punch so-and-so. So I'll just be like, I, 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 I will, 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 nah, 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 nah. And because yeah. that way it's the same repetition instead of having to write the full thing out and going across. I feel yeah. like going straight down is easier. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. That's what I used to do. Yeah. Though, now, granted, I didn't do very well at it. But. And and another quick off topic thing quickly. Um, We've talked about technology and gadgets on this show before. The, like, access to certain technology that, like, today's kids have is stupid ridiculous. Case mm-hmm. in point, that new, what the hell is that thing called? The new AI thing that, like, writes a paper for you. Oh, yeah. And yeah. you can pick based on, like, what level it is. So that way, you know, if it's, like, written, if it needs to be written by, like, a kindergartner for, like, a book report, it'll write it like a kindergartner. If it needs to be written for, like, in, you know, an eighth grader or something, it writes it for, like, an eighth grader. And I'm like... There are so many things out there now. Damn, I would love to have that. Oh, is you it, imagine? it chat, chat GB, GTP or something like that? Isn't that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. There's so many different things out there. Crazy, crazy. Oh, yeah. But we're not here for that. We're here for my favorite time of the year, the two-month uh, grind, as I would say, to uh, the, and this is not debatable, greatest trophy in sports, the Stanley freaking cup. 35 pounds, weighs about as much as a feather when you pick it up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Um, it's the only trophy that I know of that you get your name engraved on it and it stays there forever. Mm. And it's, I feel like it's an ultimate team trophy because it's not just one individual that can take over. I mean, goaltender can get hot, but at the same time, you know, you can have a hot goaltender, but if you can't score, the goalie can only stop so many pucks. Yeah. So. Yeah, I agree. So what we're going to do here is um, I'm going to give my predictions and Kyle can try to just piggyback off mine and give me what his predictions are. Yeah. I have a bracket challenge that I did through the NHL uh, app. And I also did um, two different kinds of simulations on the EA Sports NHL 23 game, which I will reveal to everybody quickly and just show you how um, very accurate and, and I mean that sarcastically that the NHL simulation really is. Yeah. So um, let's just jump in. So we're going to start. You know what? We're not going to start with Boston. We'll leave Boston for last. Okay. Because I have all everything else um, screenshotted, as I said. So we're just going to pick a series. We're not going to go in any particular order. We're just going to pick a series and we're just going to go through it. It's whatever. So the first one I have pulled up here, uh, the New York Rangers and the New Jersey Devils. Uh, Devils with the home ice advantage over the Rangers. Um, just quickly, uh, Devils were fourth in the league in goals for. Rangers were 12th. Rangers were fourth in the league in goals against. Devils were eighth. Um, Rangers seventh on the power play. Devils 13th. Um, the Rangers were 13th on the penalty kill. Devils were fourth. So it seems like for the Rangers, what do you got chiming on over there? Oh, it's the group chat. Oh, Jesus. The time I'm not going to be able to help. Come on, man. We're in the middle of recording a show. Oh, I see. It's up there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Got it. Um, So I was, I was saying, the Devils are more of the like defensive team, and that's how their team's always kind of been. But now that they have younger players, like Jack Hughes, his brother Luke Hughes, um, Nico Heesher, uh Jesper Bratz had a big year this year. So they're 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 kind of playing more of a kind of running gun style. And that's the style that the Rangers are playing with the likes of Zabinijad, Patrick Kane, Ver, uh, Vladimir Tarasenko, uh, Panarin, like a lot of speed, a lot of speed, a lot of skill, a lot of scoring. Uh, one of the best defense in the league, Adam Fox on the back end for the, uh, for the, de- for the, for the devils, for the Rangers and, and the net. I mean, I give the, the nod to the Rangers in that one with Shashurkin, mm. who I believe won the Vezina trophy last year. Um, also, the Rangers are fourth in the league for the least amount of penalty minutes. They have 625, and the Devils are fifth. So I I, I wasn't going to leave. <laughs> oh, he's okay. Uh, I wasn't going to leave this stat in, but I feel like penalty minutes is a big thing, and if it's any indication of how the playoffs are going to go, if you give a team enough power plays, they're going to score at some point, and that could help or hurt you. Yeah. Um. As far as this series goes... I think it's going to be it's going to be a really good series, definitely. Just because these teams know each other so well, they're literally like as close as they can be. Yeah, pretty much carbon copies of each other. Um, to a degree. I mean, to a degree. Yeah. I mean, this is this is kind of a toss up series for me because there have been people that I've seen that have picked the Devils to go to the conference finals, which means they'd have to beat the Rangers. I've seen people that have picked the Rangers to go to the conference finals, or at least make it out of the first round. I. I picked the Rangers to win in seven, but I would not be surprised if the Devils won. Uh, the only reason I really picked the Rangers was because the Devils are still kind of a younger-ish team. And again, I think the goaltending with Shashirk, and I think they find a way to kind of just, you know. 
Well, also, I mean, I I agree with you in the sense that like the Rangers have some de- a decent amount of playoff experience on the team. I mean, think about how many playoffs like Patrick Kane has been in. You know, yeah. Well, I mean, Kane's also gotten off to a slow start with the Rangers, so yeah. I but mean, he was at a slow. He was having a slow season in, in Chicago, anyway. Well, as you can see, Chicago is one of the worst teams. They're trying to go after Connor Bedard. So, <laughs> yeah. Good luck with that. So, um, so as of right now, yeah, I have, um, I have Rangers in seven. What do you, what do you got? Uh, I think I, I think I'm gonna go the same Rangers in seven. Okay. Shredding these down for later, so. If, if it's any indication, my uh, my Super Bowl picks or my playoff picks for the NFL were pretty goddamn close. So they were, yeah. Let's see if I can go two for two and see if I can do better with the NHL. <laughs> um, let's get to the next series, which will be randomly picked. Oh, it's Tampa Bay and the Toronto the, the Toronto Lightning. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're okay, Kev. Uh, no, it's the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Tampa Bay Lightning uh, matchup of last year. Went seven and. You know, Toronto dealing with uh, not winning a playoff series since the year of 2004. Yes, I said 2004. Mm. I think Leafs fans are less concerned with the fact that their team hasn't won a Stanley Cup since 67. They're more concerned with the fact that their team hasn't won a playoff series since 2004. And they've had a lot of good teams. Yeah, and they've been in the playoffs multiple times, right? Oh, yeah. Well, you figure... Uh, let's see, 2013, 18, and 19, they got beat by the Bruins in seven games because all those games were in the Garden for Game 7. They lost in the bubble to the Columbus Blue Jackets in 2020. They lost to uh, Washington. They've lost to Tampa. So, Yeah, tough have, run for them. Right, and they have they do have a good team, and they have a good squad. And um, if any year is the year that the Lightning are going to be defeated, it could be this year. You're, you know, This is your fourth potential long playoff run a lot of these players you know stamkos kucherov uh headman uh who else uh vasilevsky all these guys are a point they're all playing with the last three or four years 100 plus games mm, yeah that's a lot of wear and tear over time and i mean again it's it's one of those things where i like the stanley cup playoffs because it's kind of like a march madness where you know any any team could be in there. Like we you know, we'll talk about Seattle in a minute making their first run. It would not surprise me if Seattle had pulled off an upset and knocked off the Stanley Cup champion Avalanche. I don't think it's going to happen, but that's the unpredictability of the Stanley Cup playoffs. You don't expect shit to happen that happens. It's happened before with teams. Nobody expected the Lightning to lose to the Blue Jackets. The Blue Jackets a couple of years ago had never even won a playoff series. And what do they do? Oh, they just went and swept the Tampa Bay Lightning. Like it's yeah. So it's. It, it's not inconceivable to, you know, think that any team is going to, you know, like I'd like to think that Boston's going to take their series, which we'll talk about a little bit later, against Florida with no problem. But again, I wouldn't be surprised if Florida gave them a fight and pushed it to a certain limit. So, yeah. Well, and that's the thing, too. Like a lot of people like to think that just because you're in the wild card spot that you're not a great team. But in reality, you're still up there. You know, you may not be at the top of the pack, but you're still there. And listen, once you get in, it um, everything resets to zero. Yep. So, you know, great. Yeah, Boston had 135 points and Florida's got 92. Those points mean nothing. None, none of that matters. What matters now is, well, at this point now, it's 1-0 Boston, but... It's about getting those four W's right. in and, that series. And sometimes the fourth W, the, usually the fourth W is the hardest to get, so... Yeah. Um. But that being said, so let's run through this quickly. Um, Lightning, eighth and goals for... Uh, 
Leafs 9, uh, 14th, four goals against for Tampa Bay. Leafs were 7th. Second and third with the power plays. Uh, Leafs were the second best power play. Third best power play went to Tampa. Uh, 15th in the penalty kill for Tampa. 11th for Toronto. And then Tampa Bay, 30th. Out of 32 teams of penalty minutes, they had the third most penalty minutes. Oh, wow. At almost 1,000 as a team. Which is funny, though, because there were players back in like the 60s, like the 70s and 80s who had like 1,000 in like their own. Oh, wow. Or, or whatever. Or it was in that realm. Like they had like a lot just by themselves. Jeez. Um, and the Leafs were 13th. They were right in the middle as far as um, penalties go. Or, yeah. Um. Obviously, the edging goal, I would say, would go to the Lightning for Vasilevsky. That's for sure. Yeah. Defensively, I think the Leafs are a little bit better defensively than the Lightning are. Offensively, they're pretty much one and the same. I mean, adding Ryan O'Reilly and Anola Chari. I mean, I know it might be an under-the-radar move, but Achari had a lot of good playoff runs with the Bruins. Uh, one of those kind of gritty bottom six guys that you need. And obviously, you know, up front, you got Nylander, you got Tavares, you got Matthews, you got Marner. If if this is the run, it depends on how the goaltending holds up for Toronto. This is Toronto's best chance to get. Now, who's Toronto's goaltending again? Um, I think right now it is Ilya Samsonov. Oh, okay. They also have <clears throat> Matt Murray. Oh, okay. But I'm not currently sure of who who will be their game one starter tomorrow okay um let me let me see here just do a little adjusting on the fly here <laughs> let's see if you go to the roster they have so yeah they have Ilya samsonov their second goalie is actually uh joseph wool and then their third goaltender it says is matt murray so i would say Ilya oh, samsonov wow. is probably they're going to be their starter okay um like if, if if he can hold the fort down, I, I I think like I said, this is the best chance. Tampa Bay is coming in a little beat up. There's a couple of you know names that are beat up right now for Tampa Bay. Yeah, but and Stamkos can't stay healthy. He no. always seems to get hurt. Yeah, well, and that's that's the unpredictability of the playoffs. Anybody can you know. Oh my god, this kid does not understand. <laughs> Use your head. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to you, Andrew. <laughs> you're not <laughs> listening. You're too busy, you know. So just for a little context for everybody, I messaged the group chat about one down, 15 to go, which meant one win down, 15 more to go, because you got to win 16 games to win the Stanley Cup. That is what that meant. You can type that to him if you want right now while I'm talking and say, Kev, meant it was one victory down, 15 victories to go, because you got to win 16 games to win the Stanley Cup. Just leave it. Just leave it. Okay, leave great. It. Great. Until he's like, does anybody hear me? <laughs> so, oh, boy. Oh, what a goofy bastard. Uh, I have Toronto in six, actually. You know, I can uh, get behind that, but I'll say Toronto in seven. Toronto in seven. Okay, so Toronto in six for me. Toronto in seven for you. Okay. Um, let's jump to the next series, which, you know, at this point, we might as well just finish out the rest of the Eastern Conference. No reason to jump back and forth between East and West. Okay. So, um, the Metropolitan winner, the Carolina Hurricanes taking on the wildcard one, uh, team, which is the New York Islanders. 
Um, Islanders 22nd in goals for, uh, Hurricanes 15th. Hurricanes 2nd in goals against, uh, Islanders 5th. And by the way, the Hurricanes are 2nd in goals against at 210. Boston's 1st in goals against at 174. <laughs> Just figured I'd throw that out there. So crazy. It certainly is. Um, Islanders with the 30th power play at 15.8%, so like one of the worst power plays in the league. Uh, the Hurricanes at 19th. The Hurricanes have the second best penalty kill. The Islanders have the ninth. And these two teams, very disciplined because you've got with 614 penalty minutes, the third fewest in the league is the Hurricanes and the eighth fewest go to the New York Islanders. Um, What's dinging? Is it my computer? Uh-huh. I, you know, I put this on Do Not Disturb. It shouldn't be dinging. <laughs> it's okay. It's the raw, you know, it's the raw general manager trying to come in and steal our thunder. Yeah, Anywho, I guess so. I'll keep going. It's fine. We're good. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, this is, I won't say it's a toss-up series. If Sorokin gets hot and can keep the Hurricanes scoring to a minimum, the Islanders definitely have a chance in this series with Sorokin. Um, Carolina's biggest flaw in the whole playoffs will be the lack of no Max Pacioretty and especially no Andre Svechnikov. Those, those are two big losses, but the Svechnikov one definitely hurts because he's definitely one of their better scorers and better players. Um, overall though, I think Carolina is the better team and Carolina should probably make it through without any issue. I have Carolina actually winning that series in six. I think it could be, it could be a little closer. We'll see. I, or, I mean, a little bit more uh, lopsided, I should say. But I think six is... I think the Islanders will sneak out a couple games against them. I definitely do. And actually, I was going to say the same thing when when uh, you told me about the series. So, so uh, Carolina and six? Carolina and six. Okay. And, of course, um, <laughs> the big in, the, uh, the Bruins. <laughs> Let's get to the Bruins. Yes. Have... What is happening right now? Oh, he's got it. Oh, okay. But even still... Like... Is going on? Oh, oh wow, wow! Look at these developing stories down here. Wow. <laughs> oh, he's uh-oh. he's in trouble now. <laughs> uh oh. All right, we got to get back on track. Sorry, right. sorry, sorry, sorry. Party boy's coming. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was gonna put my phone away. I actually need it for information, but right now oh, I yeah. don't need it. So this one's gonna be a little bit more detailed because I actually had everything pre-written out like I wanted to. Um, before my hand decided to go on me. Yeah. Um, so you got the um, President's Trophy winning, you know, most wins in a season, most points in a season, Boston Bruins with a 65, 12, and 5 record, 135 points. You got the Florida Panthers, who was last year's President's Trophy winner, first time at two President's Trophy winners have played uh, against each other. Um, uh, with, well, I should say not, to, not against each other, but. With the Panthers winning it last year and the Bruins winning it this year, there's a matchup of back-to-back President's Trophy winners, if that makes sense. Oh, yes. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Panthers had 92 points. Uh, Boston second in the league in goals four. Panthers were six, so the Panthers do score goals. But like I said before, so Boston's goals four, 301. Their goals against 174. Very good. Uh, The Panthers are 21st in goals against at 272. They do have the 10th best power play. Boston has a 12th, and it's by about 0.6% is the difference. Boston's 87.3% penalty kill is the best in the league. Panthers, 23rd in the league at 75.9. So there is a chance that you can kind of, you know, 
score on them, and, and Boston did do that tonight. So, oh yeah, yeah. the uh, <clears throat> excuse me, the Panthers have the second most penalty minutes with nine hundred ninety eight, and the Bruins actually have the twenty fifth. Um, uh, with the twenty fifth in the league, so they're lower on the spectrum, I should say. Yeah. Um, and then of course you know. What's there to say about Boston? Depth upon depth upon depth. Like, I mean, let's let's just rip up all the names here. So you've got 61 goal score, 113 points, David Poshnok. You've got Brad Marchand, who's played a bunch of playoff games. Krejci, Bergeron. You've got uh, Nick Foligno, who's played in playoff games. You've got Hathaway, who's played in playoff games. Coyle just played his 100th playoff game against the Panthers in game one today. Um, even Bertuzzi, who's played in his first playoff game, had a very good night. Yeah. Taylor Hall's there. Pavel Zaka's there. Jake DeBrusque is there. Like it's just it just keeps going and going and it's it's unbelievable. Like just the depth. And then you get to the defense. Um I think the Panthers offense could hang with the Bruins, but I think the defense is definitely lacking. Uh I mean, losing Mackenzie Weger and losing Jonathan Huberdeau, yes, you gained Matthew Kachuk, and Matthew Kachuk had a hell of a season, 109 points, had a 40 goal year, but losing a a number one defenseman, and now you've got Ekblad there, which Ekblad's a good defenseman, but against like Ekblad can't be on the ice for the entire game. And if it's not, you know, Bergeron and Marshawn on the first line, it's Krejci and Pasternak on the second line. If it's not them, now you've got to deal with Coyle and Hall and Bertuzzi. Like, you can't, there's no good matchup for anybody. Like, you have to, even if you're dealing with Boston's fourth line, you know, even like Greer can, can hang. Well, Greer, well, Greer's not really playing now because there's people being cycled out. But yeah, I mean, if you've got Greer down there, you've got Felino, you've got Hathaway, you've got uh, Frederick. No, all sick. Of them can play. Like they can all play. They can all, you know, they everybody knows their role in the team. Yeah, and then you know, if we talk about goaltending, I mean, you know, Lyon had a couple of rough goals tonight that went against him. He's had a good run. I mean. <clears throat> he played good down the stretch for them and helped the Panthers back into the playoffs. Had he not played good, the Panthers wouldn't have made the playoffs. Yeah. You've got ten million dollars in Sergei Bobrovsky, who's sitting on the bench right now, and he probably will come in at some point in the series and play, but he's not had a very good year and he's not been the same goaltender he was a couple years ago in Columbus. And then you look over at Linus Allmark, who's got, you know The Walmart. The Walmart, exactly. Uh forty wins, which was tied with Gorgiev of the Avalanche for the most wins. Uh, the best goals against average at a 1.89 and the best save percentage at a 0.938. Those numbers are stupid ridiculous for a starting goaltender. Oh, yeah. Um, I, <laughs> I've i been... I, I mean, obviously, most people know on this show that, you know, we're, we're New England boys, so we, we're Bruins fans. So I'm trying not to be too biased when I do this. I don't think it'll be a sweep, I think Boston wins it in five. And are you in agreement with that? Or yeah, I think they're going to squeak out a game somewhere. I think I probably think, at their home. I would say it's one of two ways: either they take game two and they feel confident going back, and it's one one, and they go up two. Uh, and, you know, they go back to. I think ultimately though, the game three is their game. If Boston wins game two Wednesday, well, at this point Wednesday night, um, but we're you know a little bit in the past in the future kind of weird thing. Yeah. But once game three comes around, that would be the Panthers best opportunity. But if their fans don't show up to the game, guess whose fans will Boston fans. Cause a lot of them live down <laughs> in Florida. 
Yep. So that's going to be like another home ice advantage for Boston. Yeah, think about how many times the Bruins went into a, a, an away game and right. the fans were chanting Bruins. Right, Bruins. and like I and like I told you, tickets down there are like $80. So don't tell me that there's not going to be half of that arena covered in black and gold. It's definitely going to happen. <laughs> it is going to happen and it's not going to make the Bruins intimidated. It's not going to scare them. It's not like when you go to Tampa and all the Tampa fans are there and they have their, you know, their blue and their white on and They've got their little thunder sticks that they're shaking or whatever they're whatever they've got their little clappers or whatever they are. Yeah. No, I. I, I don't. There's not a lot that, that shakes the Bruins these days. No, I like I said, I'm not so worried about this series, and I, but I'm not looking past the Panthers. Like I said, they are a good team. They just won the President's Trophy last year. They've only taken out two players, and they've added in Matthew Kachuk. So yeah. Just because they had an off season doesn't mean that they're not going to give the Bruins a run. But in the same sense, if tonight was any indication as to how they're going to play going forward, the Panthers are going to be in for a world of hurt. You know, they're they're the Bruins are not going to go down easy. No, that's that's the biggest thing. No, it's like if the Bruins are going to lose, which they're probably not, but if they're going to lose. It's gonna be down, I, dirty, gritty game. I I've come to this conclusion, and this might be me sounding like I'm cocky or arrogant about it, but I'm not trying to be. I think the only team that can beat the Bruins is the Bruins. I I mean, there are teams out there that are good enough that could contend with them, and I could and could give them a run for their money. Injuries can happen. You know, goaltending could somebody's you know a goaltender from you know, either the East or the West could come and start, you know, the Rangers could play against the Bruins in the conference finals and Shashurkin could just be in God mode. Just yeah. pull the, put up a brick wall. You're not getting by him. You just, the, his will is too strong to be broken. Yeah. But the the Bruins have shown that they, they haven't, I mean, most teams have had ebbs and flows. They have roller coaster seasons. The Bruins have kind of been on a high point. There was a little bit of a stretch in the middle, like in December, January or whatever, where you were like, oh, they've lost two or three in a row. What's going on here? They they losing their touch now? No, they just it just went right back to just, winning. After just that. a matter of time. And I mean, even towards the tail end of the season, where they were like, oh, well, they don't really care about the record and blah 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 blah. And what did Boston do? Oh, they won yeah. their last eight games in a row. Like, Think about the people like in those last eight games where they were sitting: Bergeron, Krejci, Marshan, Marshan, Felino was, was out. Yep, uh, Forbert was out Forbert. for a while. They had Orloff sit. They've been rotating out defensemen. They're doing a good job of load management. I mean, Allmark only played 47 or 48 games. I think one of the games he came out because he was hurt. Yeah. He did start it. So he played 48 games. Let's go back in, in time for a minute here. And I know you probably you don't obviously know a lot of older hockey history. Yeah. Martin Brodeur, when he was the Devils goaltender, I think he had a season where he played like 60 or 70 games out of the 82 Damn. and then played a full playoff run. Wow. So that's a lot of hockey. Like he would play like, you know, he would get like a rest, like one every, like maybe like, I don't know, 15 or 20 games or so. Like he, Jeez. like the, like he would be like, he'd have like 60 or whatever, or 70 starts and the other goaltender would have like 15 or 20 or something like that. Wow. Yeah. That's nuts. So it's good to have good load management. So Yeah. <laughs> and on top of that, going back to the whole goaltender thing, you look at it and it's like, even if you don't have Olmark in net, you got Swayman. Yeah, yeah, that's like, true. That's you know, true. that's that's one, a really good goaltending tandem. So, jumping over, we'll, um, so that's the first round for um, for the East. We'll, do we want to just finish out the East and get to the East final? 
Or do I want to go? Do you want to go to the west and then we'll kind of condense it? I guess we'll just finish the east out. Yeah, yeah, we can finish the east out. That's right, fine. Let's finish the east out. Okay, so, um, so round two would match up with uh, Boston and Toronto because, of course, it would. And I don't think Toronto takes out Boston. I have Boston beating Toronto. Boston in six. Honestly, I'm going to agree with you on that. I would say the same thing. Boston in six versus Toronto. Could be seven, but I'm going to say six. Yeah, Um, I'll keep it six as well. On the flip side, I have uh, Rangers and Hurricanes. And I think, just like I said, based on the fact that the goaltending in Carolina is good, don't get me wrong, but having Shashurkin's, you know, very helpful. Not having Svechnikov or having Pacioretty for the Carolina Hurricanes is definitely going to hurt them. And with all the firepower they have in New York, like I said, Panarin, Kane, uh, uh, Tarasenko, Zabinajad, Kreider. Like, it's just, it just keeps going. I'm going to say Rangers in seven, though. Okay. All right. I actually, to be a little bit different and not just agree with you, I do. I mean, granted, the other ones were pretty similar, but I do think that Carolina will probably take this one in seven. Okay. And then my conference final, uh, Boston and New York, original six matchup. It'll be great for the, you know, for the league. It'll be great for ESPN or TNT or TBS or whoever has the coverage. I think it's TNT. Um, but I do have Boston coming out of there. But, however, it is going to be a seven-game series. Yep. And the flip side of that for me, Boston in seven as well. So Boston in seven against Carolina? Yeah. Okay. So we both have Boston in the Stanley Cup final, and that's not a surprise because a lot of people that I've seen have Boston in Stanley Cup final. Yeah. All right. Um jump over to the west side here uh let's start with the defending stanley cup champions against the first time hey congratulations welcome to the stanley cup playoffs the seattle kraken in their second year it took them twice as long to do it as they did the vegas golden knights <laughs> yeah but vegas had i think a much better team and seattle kind of wanted to do it a certain way and they did do it a certain way so i you know give them credit for that they didn't just go out and trade for the best players or get you know whatever yeah um Seattle had the better goals for. They were fourth to the Avs 10th. Uh, Avs were ninth in goals against. Uh, Kraken were 14th. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Uh, power play percentage of uh, 19.8%, which is the 19th best for the Kraken. The uh, Avs had 24.5. That was sixth best. The Both teams not great on the penalty kill. Kraken at 20, 21st in the league. Colorado at 17th, and both teams kind of right in the middle when it comes to penalty minutes. Avs 12th in the penalty minutes, and the Kraken at 14th. Um, I'm not going to look too deep into this one. The biggest uh, story going into this series, besides you know Seattle's first chance at a you know playoff run, would be the loss of uh, Gabriel Landeskog, the captain of the Avalanche, who is out for the playoffs which I believe they said it was a knee injury. This is me not doing my research. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but I know he's out for the playoffs. He's not going to be back. So Yeah. It is definitely a big blow. Their team has been injured constantly throughout the year. I know Gorgiev's obviously had a good run. Like I said, he had 40 wins and tied Allmark with wins in the uh, regular season. But, you know, can it's a good team. And, you know, they, they, they did win the Stanley Cup last year. They don't have their captain. Uh, McKinnon's been hurt in and out of the li- uh, lineup. They do have, you know, Rantanen still. They do have Makar still. They do have Devontae's. They do have a good team still. Yeah. So they're still going to be, you know, 
But I will make the point that we did see it tonight, that just because you don't have your captain doesn't mean you can't win. No, that's true. That's true. That's very true. You know? Um, that being said, I have Colorado in five. <laughs> yeah, I would probably take Colorado. But I think Seattle might push them a little bit. I'll take Colorado in six. Okay. I do want to make sure that I get a chance to uh, watch the opening uh, run or package that they have for when game three happens for Seattle, because that'll be their first home playoff game, and that place, Climate Pledge Arena, is going to be a madhouse. It's going to be rocking, yeah. Oh, rocking, just like, you know, the, the grunge that came out of Seattle with your Pearl Jams <laughs> and your, your Nirvanas. That, and... that was not a, uh, that, that I, I did not mean that. It's okay. You know, it just... It's okay. It, it, Unintentional. It, it 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 totally works, dude. Hey, ebbs and flows. Ebbs and flows. Even flow, like uh, Pearl Jam. Ah, yeah. nice, nice. <laughs> I can't believe you done that. Hey, thanks for pressing the button for me. I, I appreciate I, it. I did a pun. I did a pun. Oh, by the way, we have some new uh, buttons that are coming in, so we might be swapping things out here and there. So, depending on what you're, it is, you're, you're gonna you're gonna get one that we both decided that we were like, why isn't this already on the buttons? But we're not going to tell anybody what it is, but it's, we'll just say it's wrestling related. And then the other one, um, first off, shout out to my mom who has been listening to a lot of our episodes. Now that I've told her that Spotify is an amazing place to go. You can listen to the wicked case <laughs> podcast on Spotify yeah, where you can get all podcasts or Apple podcast or Apple podcast or tune in or Deezer Deezer. Um, but she's been listening to back to some of the, ep- the other episodes because she's missed out for a while. And she said that she wants to be on the show. She said her nickname, she wants to be Rev's mom. So she's known at Rev's mom. Yeah. And then she has her own catchphrase that she said she can either record or she, she does say she wants to be on the show. Yeah. She, she's like, I don't even care if I'm at work. She's like, just let me know when you're going to be on the, when you're doing the show. I was like, okay, well. Hey, we can call her up right now. <laughs> I don't think she would appreciate that. Yeah. At 11 o'clock at night. I don't, I don't think she'd be happy about that. <laughs> Maybe next week. I better have some, you know, terrible news to tell her that's the only that's the only reason you call somebody late like super late at night like i'm not just calling you at like 3 a.m to be like i just come to say i love you click that would be that would be so random though you'd be like dude are you okay what's up bro i just come to say i love you click you're just like that's gonna be happening one of these days i'm gonna call you at like 3 30 in the morning like Dude, why are you calling me so late? And then just on the other hand, you and you're gonna hear do 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 do. We're no strangers to love. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't even. you know the rules? Yeah. And so do I. Okay. Well, you're you're being a little loud right now. So okay, I'm gonna keep it quiet. Great. Okay, we're gonna talk about the <laughs> Minnesota Wild, the three seed in the Central, and the two seed, the Dallas Stars, which. I think Dallas is going to be a bit of a uh, under-the-radar team here in the playoffs. Yeah you'll, see, yeah. you'll see You'll see why in a moment. Okay. Seventh in goals for Minnesota was 23rd. Uh, Dallas third in goals against. Minnesota was sixth. Uh, Dallas fifth best power play. Minnesota's was 15th. The Stars had the third best penalty kill. The uh, Wild to the 10th. Dallas... The sixth fewest penalties against Minnesota, one of the top uh, top uh, teams when it comes to penalties, though. Big big difference too. Dallas at six thirty seven for penalty minutes. Minnesota at nine twenty five. Mm. So those numbers right there that tell you way better goals for, uh, good goals against, good power play, good penalty kill, stay out of the box. Um, 
I mean, there's been a good career resurgence for Jamie Benn, the captain of the Stars. They still have Tyler Sagan. They've got Jason Robertson, who's turned into a goal-scoring beast. Mm. Nero Heiskanen's been keeping them in as the you know their young defenseman. And, of course, they have Jake Ottinger, who's a s- solid goaltender in the back uh, for right. the Dallas Stars. Uh, that being said, on the flip side, uh, as far as goaltending goes for Minnesota, it's Marc-Andre Fleury. The flower has been in. He's won multiple Stanley Cups with the Penguins. He's been in plenty of playoff games. He knows what he needs to do and what it takes to get to the Stanley Cup. Uh, Minnesota has a good defensive core. They have a good young core in front led by, you know, they've got what Matthew Boldy up front. Um, I can't, couldn't even think of another Minnesota wild player. If you asked me to <laughs> Kirill Kaprizov, there's another big name yeah. right there. Uh, uh, Matt Zuccarello. Yeah. So, they're they're a good team. I just unfortunately for Minnesota, I think they kind of got matched up against a team that's just a little bit better than them. I have Dallas beating Minnesota in six. Yeah, and you know, honestly, looking at both of those teams, I agree with you on that. I think that Dallas is going to um, take the win on this. I think it's going to go to seven. I think seven. Okay. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see how far Dallas gets in my bracket. We'll just that's just a little a little teaser. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. We'll see how far they get. Okay. Um, next series we've got here is a bit of an underrated one, and uh, this is my my big upset here. It is the uh, Vegas Golden Knights, who are the overall one seed that comes out of the Western Conference with the best record. Uh, against the wild card two team, the Winnipeg Jets. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, Winnipeg twenty first in goals for uh, Vegas fourteenth. Winnipeg tenth in goals against Vegas eleventh. Uh, Vegas was eighteenth on the power play. Winnipeg was twenty second. Uh, let's see. Winnipeg has the seventh best penalty kill. Vegas has the nineteenth. Winnipeg right in the middle for penalty minutes with fifteenth at six hundred ninety nine. The least penalized team in the league, the Vegas Golden Knights, only at 589 penalty minutes as a team throughout the entire year. Wow. So a very disciplined team. Obviously, we know the coach over there, Bruce Cassidy, who was our guy just last year and a couple of years prior to that. Um, Jack Eichel's going to be playing in the playoffs for the first time in his career, I believe. Yeah. So Eichel's there. You've got Mark Stone. You've got Jonathan Marchessault. You've got um, uh, Alex Petrangelo. You've got a good squad there. You've got a good core. I honestly, when we did our um, season predictions at the beginning of the year, I do not believe I had the Vegas Golden Knights making the playoffs because I did not believe in their goaltending. Now they've got Logan Thompson, who's been playing really good, you know, as as their main goaltender for most of the year. They, via trade through Columbus, got Jonathan Quick, who um, obviously has a Stanley Cup winning pedigree with two Stanley Cups with the Kings in 2012 and 2014. Um, obviously a storyline would be if Vegas gets to the finals, it's Vegas and Bruce Cassidy against Boston. So that would be an interesting matchup. I also kind of want to see Vegas make it out of the first round and see LA make it out of the first round against Edmonton. So now LA goes against potentially Jonathan quick in round two. What a storyline that is. That would be some crazy. That would be some crazy shit. Indeed. (laughs) That being said, as I said, this is my upset. I have Winnipeg knocking out the Vegas Golden Knights in seven games. This is, I I feel like Winnipeg's in the same boat with Boston right now as far as like a last chance kind of deal because there's a lot of players that I 
it's it's a, it's a bit of an older core in a way because you've got you know Kyle Connor's been there for a while, um, Blake Wheeler's been there for a while. Uh, trying to the other guy, um, uh, Nikolai Ehlers has been there for a while. They have a good defensive core. Josh Morrissey is having a hell of a year for himself this year back on the defensive end, and the goaltending advantage. I give to Winnipeg because I think I take Hellebuck over either one of the goaltenders that Vegas has. If Hellebuck just goes, again, God mode, it's going to be a hard team to beat. And I can't think of too many atmospheres in the NHL that are more intimidating than the famous Winnipeg whiteout, where I don't know if you've seen it before live. It is fantastic. <clears throat> and it's literally the whole arena. It's and it's a small building to begin with. It's only 15,000 for like the capacity or whatever it is. Yeah. So you've got 15,000 screaming, shouting, True North Winnipeg bands all decked out in white, and it's just a complete whiteout around the arena. Cool. It's it's an awesome- That can be intimidating. It is an awesome spectacle to see, and eventually, so you'd have to keep an eye out for when game three is for Winnipeg. Watch the game, and you'll see the whiteout, and you'll be like, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> it's It was their counterpoint to um, when they played, uh, I forgot what year it was, when they played Calgary, because Calgary is known for their sea of red. Yeah. So the whole stadium is red, just like the Pittsburgh Penguins did their whiteout. I always thought the Bruins should do a blackout. Oh. Because then it would just be all black. But I kind of like the contrast of the black and the yellow. So that way it's kind of, you know. But yeah, Winnipeg whiteout, that's a, yeah, that's the thing they've been doing for a long time. So that's my upset. I don't know how you feel about the series, but I'm taking Winnipeg in seven. I think that I. It's a tough series. I think that I'm going to go with Vegas on this one. I mean, Vegas is the is the top seed in the in the West for a reason. So yeah, that's kind of what my thought process is: is that you know they're a good team. You know they got Bruce Cassidy at the helm, who was a, a good G, you know um, good coach for the Bruins. Coach, yeah. yeah. How many games? I'm, I'm going to say seven. Seven games, okay. So yeah. you think Winnipeg is going to push into the limit? Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. It's okay. going to be a good series. It's for definitely sure. going to be a good series. And the uh, last series that we have here, thank you for that. What? You've got a very creaky uh, chair there, buddy. Yeah, it is a little creaky. We have a rematch of last year in the first round between the Los Angeles Kings, Collins Los Angeles Kings. Hmm. I don't know how. he. So he basically became a Kings fan because when him and I used to play NHL together online, he picked the Kings and fucking Drew Doughty's slap shot was just... God mode. It was God mode. It was like Roman Reigns of slap shots. <laughs> you couldn't stop it. He would just like wind up from the point and it would go in every time. He'd be like, ah, Drew down here. I'm like, I'm like, you son of a bitch. Rage quit. Rage quit. I'm not afraid to say that I rage quit it. It's whatever. Yeah. It's fine. Huh? It's fine. Um, Obviously, a lot of pressure on Win- uh, Winnipeg, on Edmonton too, because, you know, they make it to the conference finals last year. You've got McDavid, who, oh, I don't know, had 150 plus points this year. And Drysaddle is a hell of a player too, but can these two pull the rest of the team along with them for a long run again? We'll see. Yeah. <clears throat> um, Edmonton first in goals for uh, LA tenth, LA sixteenth in goals against Edmonton seventeenth. Uh, Edmonton thirty two point four percent number one power play. Mm. Uh, LA was fourth on the power play. Still not bad. Yep. Uh, uh, LA twenty fourth uh, for PK at seventy five point eight percent. 77% 20th best penalty kill for the Oilers. So both of these teams have solid power plays. So if there's a lot of penalties that are called, and these teams are both basically right in the middle, 16th and 18th in penalty minutes, LA had 703 and Edmonton had 706. Okay. So 
power play is going to be a big thing, I think, in that series. Um, yeah. I I feel like either way, this this series could go either way. This this is like a, my toss-up series because I didn't really know who to go with. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it is, it's another one of those series that I think is going to be a really good series. I, I think I have my pick. Okay, what do you got? I think it Edmonton in uh in seven. I know I've picked Edmonton. I think I picked them in six. But my my bracket challenge went away because my phone decided to freeze on me. So just oh stand stand by for just a second. That seven. sucks. No, it's fine. I got it. I got it. Okay, all right. You good? I have I have Edmonton in six, but I will say this: I would not be surprised if LA beat them in the first round. They are a very trendy pick, too, to get to the Stanley Cup Finals. And there have actually been people that have been bold enough to – and I'm not saying that, it's as a, again, as a criticism. They're bold enough to pick Edmonton to defeat Boston in the Stanley Cup Finals, which could happen. Yeah. But um, – so then coming out of the West, so I'd have uh, Winnipeg taking on Edmonton. I actually, as a surprise, have Winnipeg defeating Edmonton as well as defeating Vegas. I think Winnipeg does that in seven games. Oh, okay. What do you have? So you would have um, you'd have Edmonton and Vegas. So who would you take in that series between Edmonton and Vegas? That's a tough one. I mean, I would say this: Vegas, Vegas would have the home ice advantage too. So yeah, yeah. I uh, I think I'm going to go Edmonton in. I'm going to say seven. Seven games. Okay. Um, and then on the flip side, I've got Colorado Dallas. I actually have Dallas knocking out the defending Stanley Cup champions, mm. and I have that in six games. I think, like I said, I know that the injury to Landeskog, you know, is it's one player, and I get that, but it's it's not easy to do what teams like Tampa Bay did two or three years in a row. They made it to the Eastern Conference Final, and obviously Colorado last year had a very grueling, long playoff run. And then it, it, you just jump right back into it within a couple of months, and it you've been you know injured in and out, and obviously you know if it, it could happen to any team too, but let's say God forbid Colorado loses McCarr or McKinnon for a long period of time, that's a big blow. And like I said, Dallas has a good offense, Dallas has a good defense, Dallas has good goaltending. That's true. That is true. So, what do you have? You'd have you'd have the same Colorado and Dallas. So. Yeah. Um. I think that I would take Colorado in that. Like I said, I don't think one player is going to be a huge difference for Colorado. I mean, think about some of the players that they do have on their team. They're a solid team defending Stanley Cup champions. Yeah. I mean, you know, they're still a good team. And I think I don't know if Dallas is going to be able to hold up to that. So I think I'm going to take uh, Colorado in, I'll say, six. Okay. And then your conference final would be? The Edmonton Oilers and the Colorado Avalanche, a rematch of last year's conference final. Yeah, yeah. So who would you take in there? I think I'm going to take the Oilers. Okay. Edmonton in? Uh, we'll say seven. Okay. Edmonton in seven. My conference final would be Dallas and Winnipeg, and I would have Dallas winning in... See, it's interesting, because if a team like Winnipeg can run through uh, Vegas, and they think you can get past McDavid and Drysaddle. There's no reason for why they don't think they can't get through Dallas. But I think at some point the Cinderella story ends for the Winnipeg Jets, and I think Dallas beats them in six. Okay. So that sets up um, 
you have Boston and Edmonton in the Stanley Cup final. And uh, how many games we have for that? Uh, and who's your winner? I think I know who your winner is, but... Yeah. I mean, I definitely am going to say Boston. I'm going to say six. Boston in six versus Edmonton. And I'm kind of on the same wavelength you are. I have Boston in sixth against Dallas. Okay. Um, who is your Consmite winner? No, what is Consmite again? Playoff MVP. Playoff MVP. Mm-hmm. I I'm gonna say Olmark. That's what I have as well. Yeah. If it's not gonna be a goaltender, I'm gonna go with. No, I'm gonna go with somebody a little under the radar. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say Bertuzzi. Okay. I uh, I can see that. I think that if it's not Olmark, I think it's gonna go to Pasta. Uh, see, I. I didn't want to be like obvious because that's usually what happens. Well, that's usually <laughs> yeah. what happens. It'll be Pasternak or Allmark or Bergeron or Marchand. Uh, Marchand or some one of the bigger end names. So yeah. throwing in like a Hall or a Bertuzzi. I mean, I could see Hall doing it too. That's that's definitely a possibility. He's been putting in a lot of work. That's true. So, so that's what I got for you, folks. I kept this a lot shorter and i will say that it would have went a little bit longer if i would have had more information but it's whatever at this point yeah, we're at 15 minutes we did pretty good <coughs> pardon me um yeah i i really wish that i could look back and find what my season predictions were i'm gonna take a quick look on my phone and see if i have it i think i might because oh, you con- think you saved them i'm pretty sure i did i don't remember where they would be though but i'm very interested to, uh, I'm sure we could go back and listen to the episode. I'm sure it is. I I could have sworn that I wrote it down, but I clearly don't think that I did. And that is what calls is called a party foul on me. Yeah, but it is what it is. I mean, that was that was at the beginning of the season. That was last year. So yeah, I know. you know. But we'll 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 figure it out. You know, mm-hmm. uh, maybe I'll go back and try to find the episode where where it's at. Because I'm sure it's in the title somewhere. Let me see really quickly what what episode it might be at. Uh, Got to go to Buzzsprout. He's got to go to Buzzsprout. Speaking of Buzzsprout, our last three episodes got 16, 11, and 13 listeners. So we're we're hitting double digits, so we appreciate that. Double digits. Also, uh, I've bought another game for us to play, so now we have more wild wacky shenanigans and calamity coming up so what would the season oh here it is october 16th nhl season predictions and nfl standing so we can go back to listen to that you know and see what ours is you know i'm sure i have it written down somewhere i thought it would just be easier to read it off there but it's okay yeah yeah so because i can tell you this i know for a fact because obviously going into the season we had no um no grizzlick no uh McAvoy, McAvoy and no Marshan for the first couple months. Yeah. And a lot of people were like, this team is an old dog. It's just going to be, you know, put out back and shot. And, you know, okay, yeah, Boston might make the playoffs, but they'll probably be a two seed, maybe even a three seed. In the, and they even thought maybe a wild card seed. Yeah. Because there were teams, there were people that were hyping up like Ottawa, like me. Like I was like, I think Ottawa might have a good chance to make the playoffs. And I think I had Toronto, Tampa, maybe Boston and then Ottawa in the playoffs, I'm pretty sure. And I was like, Boston will probably lose in the first or second round. And little did anybody know that this team was just going to go and create all kinds of fucking history. So yeah, like Hulk smash. 
thought you were gonna say Hulk Hogan. I was like, no, Hulk Hogan. No. Let me tell you something, brother. No, no, don't tell me anything, please. What I'm gonna tell you, brother, is that uh, we are the Wicked Case Podcast. We are streaming on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Tune in, teaser, and wherever else you can get all major podcasts, as well as YouTube. All shows, unless otherwise noted, come out at noon. That is twelve o'clock noon on Sunday. Our phone number. 774-764-9074. Um, I'd, I'd like to make a comment about this phone number. Um, I'm going to take some some time away from this from these jokes. I'm not interested in an Emily or anybody right now. What? Nope. Nope. Are you feeling okay? Do I need to feel your forehead? No, 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 no. I'm fine. I'm not going to pass out or anything this week. Yeah, we're good to go. Pass out. No, 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 no. We're we're good. I, I I was just thinking about it the other day and. I was like, you know, I don't really need a, a Sarah or an Emily right now to make me happy. I need to just kind of focus on me. And You know what? That's very mature, my boy. I, I try. I, I try. Very mature. I mean, if, if, if one comes along and it just happens to be, that's fine. But um, truth be told, and I know she doesn't listen to the show, if I could have my ex-wife back tomorrow, I would gladly take her back. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm kind, kind of slowly, day by day, realizing the error of my ways and how pretty much good I had it and how I fucked it up because of some but we're not going to get into it we know why <laughs> um, email thewickedks at gmail.com uh, website www.thewickedks.com get it the wicked case <laughs> uh, socials Facebook Instagram and the Twitter the Twitter at the wicked ks um, thanks for listening uh, all the states that listen all the countries that listen if you're coming from another podcast, whether it be a wrestling podcast or if you're coming from, what is his name again? Billy. Billy's podcast. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I think um, it's called the No Disclosure Podcast. Okay. We appreciate that you uh, you know, gave two New England boys a listen. And if you like, you should, again, if you like what you hear, we've got plenty of episodes out there. We're not going anywhere anytime soon. Yeah. We're trying to make this a full-time gig. Or we're getting paid either via sponsors or through Patreon. By the way, patreon.com forward slash KS, $3 a month. You could be the first subscriber and you'll be, you know, known as the first subscriber. Yeah, yeah. Please do. Yeah. We really need your help. Yeah. We, 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 tr- we're, we're trying to, you know, improve the show. Um, Maybe some of the money that you guys donate to our Patreon can go to getting our boy over here some carpal tunnel sur- surgery. No, I'm fine. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I think I think it's just because of the new job that I have. It's repetitive yeah. motion, so I just keep because I'm moving pallets all day. It's awful, but yeah. Um, it's any consolation. I got like tennis elbow and shit through my hand as well. Well, I'll tell you this: you might have a leg up on me now when it comes to hockey because my hand goes numb, and I'm like. Dude, my hand goes numb in five minutes, man. So. I, I think we're in the same boat on this one. E- equal playing field. Um, should we let them know now about a potential plan in the fall for a fair? I mean, I think we discussed that on the last show, too. But If we didn't, we can discuss it quickly. So basically, um, we went to the Big E last year. We're planning on going again this year. We're going to go try to see a band that we both are very much into. Uh, the band is Third Eye Blind. They are playing at the Big E. Um I don't remember the, the date off the top of my head. I think it's September, September 17th. No, September 30th. It's like the second to last day. Oh, is it really? Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I it's thought right. it was like the middle of September. No, because that's when the Big E starts. Oh, okay. Yeah. I know they're having, they've announced Parker McCollum, mm-hmm. who's a country yeah, September, artist. The Big E's from September 15th to October uh, 1st. They're September 30th. So it's literally, I think, the day. Oh. Okay. <laughs> it should be the day. Um, 
the day before the, the like the last show. Okay. So, um, but Kyle has thought of the genius idea that we're going to talk to somebody within the fair and see if we can't maybe get a booth for our show. And if people want to come by and say, hey, and they want to be on the air, we'll be there doing that. We'll try to do some giveaways. If we have, again, if we get Patreon, we can use the money to buy stuff like shirts or whatever. Yeah, because honestly, any money that goes to us really goes to you guys. In the show, exactly. Yeah, it goes towards the show. Goes goes towards the giveaways if we're going to do giveaways, right? And it also goes towards helping us to some degree because the more money that comes in, mm-hmm. the more we can take care of ourselves and not have to do other jobs. Precisely, you know, we we just need your help. Precisely, precisely. We're here for you. We're not saying that you need to give money. We're not trying to be a charity no, no, case. No, but no. if you have a couple of extra dollars to spare, we would greatly appreciate it. Listen, there's plenty of people out there that are touting, you know, donate fifty dollars, hundred dollars to me. You know, $3 won't kill you. It won't kill you. It's like a cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. You know, just throw it our way, toss it our way. Mm-hmm. You know, we we would appreciate it. We really would. Um, Thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Peace and love to you all. You know, I'm surprised. We've only used one button today. Yeah, and you're the one who used it. <coughs> I noticed that we use the buttons more so when it's like game time, you know, funny episodes. This was more of like a very serious well, hockey episode. Well, that and we're trying to kind of get, you know... I mean, it's 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 eleven thirty now, so it's not too too bad. But yeah, getting to the midnight hour, burning <laughs> the oil. Jesus. <laughs> that being said, we're out of here. Thanks for listening. Peace and love, y'all. Let's get wicked. Wicked pisser.